Each episode of Education with an Edge is meant to create, cultivate, and inspire honest discussion about issues affecting youth. Hosted by author, artist, educator, advocate, and speaker, Jaquel Lane. Hello and welcome. I'm Jaquel Lane and we are here with Adair Reese. And this is Education with an Edge, the podcast dedicated to everything for inspiring our youth and our community. So welcome, Adair. How are you today? Fantastic. It's a little windy today, but it's gorgeous. It is better than winter. Yeah, way better than winter, right? We've got a lot of wind going on in the in the eastern part of the state as well. So this is really special for me. I've actually known Adair since I was in high school. And uh, many of you might not know I'm from Ogallala, Nebraska. And so it has been a real pleasure watching Adair um, and all of the amazing successes that you have had. So Adair, why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, Adair Reese, married to a fantastic guy. His name is Jason. He's got two kiddos, Ava and Alec. Been married. We just uh, celebrated 17 years. Congrats! Yes, on Sunday. We still love each other. Amen. Which, you know, <laughs> hey, in this day and age, isn't something that always happens. Um, currently, I am a youth market director for the American Heart Association, along with owning multiple businesses with my husband. We've got Reese Mechanical, Reese Appliance, and we're soon opening a clothing boutique for men and women called Brick and Mortar here in Grant, Nebraska. So, also, I am what some consider twice exceptional, faster than normal. I am ADHD and have successfully been managing my life with it for, let's see, 39 years. So. I love it. I love, love, love it. So, and that's what we're we're here to do is to inspire people and to talk about maybe also so many of the good things that happen in our lives, but also some of the obstacles um, and challenges that we've, that we've overcome. So, uh, you and I have talked a little bit about this before in the past, but who is like a, a mentor or a, or a teacher potentially that helped you through your elementary, middle or high school years? And how did they inspire you? I would say one of my um, biggest inspirations was a teacher. Her name was uh, Mrs. Fiala, her name, Gina Fiala. Um, she was one. It was so funny. Not too long ago when I was running for Mrs. Nebraska, she'd reached out to me and said that she'd remembered that I asked her, I said, why do I have to do everything in a straight line? I really like to zigzag. <laughs> I love it. And I that have that posted quote. on my mirror for the longest time. And I've really tried to keep that with me. Um, those of us who have ADHD and things like that, we do, we zigzag. If you ever have a conversation with us, we zigzag. We'll get back to the point, but we usually zigzag. So um, I would say she was one of my, my big uh, mentors or heroes kind of growing up. The other person um, that I think a lot of, ADHD kids will relate with is I was my own hero. I, I, there was not a way paved in the eighties or nineties for a kid that had ADHD and just learned a little different than everybody else. And so you just had to kind of embrace who you were and, and really be pretty, pretty strong in that, you know, you knew what was good for you. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you, you and I have talked about that too, that it, it's not like a cookie cutter, like your path to success and all of the amazing things that you've done were not exactly like you didn't follow steps X, Y, and Z to get there. Right. So no, no, absolutely not. I have no MBA. I have actually, I don't even have a degree. Um, I went to Southeast community college in Milford and I got a diploma at the time is what they offered in distribution and management. And the rest of it was blood, sweat, and tears and a lot of sweat equity. 
I love that. You have a degree, you have a, you have a successful degree in life, which is, which is the yes. most important thing, right? Um, yep. 22 years of experience in hard work. That's right. That's right. But I think that's important for, for kids and for our listeners to, to know that you don't have to, you know, there's not set directional paths that you have to take. So I love that you touched on that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, because um, failure is often a thing that is kind of looked at as a negative, um, and can you, you know, I want our listeners to be able to learn and embrace that, that sometimes it's a good thing and we learn from our failures. Can you tell me a little bit about your journey to Mrs. Nebraska and how that happened and um, what was really like the impetus for you, like trying and going Absolutely. on that journey? Yeah, so... Um quite a, not quite a few years ago, a few, we'll say a handful of few years ago, uh, my mom had reached out to me. We were kind of visiting about I'm goal oriented. I wanted a, a reason to get back, you know, get in good shape, things like that. Uh, she pointed out to me this um, system called Mrs. Nebraska, it's, um, Mrs. Nebraska, um, you know, America is the division that it is. Um, and she said, you should do this. It'd be a lot of fun. And I was kind of like, nope, not a <laughs> chance. I am not a pageant girl. I had never been a pageant girl. Wasn't interested looked into it some more, actually visited with one of the directors at the time. Her name was Jennifer Bradley. Uh, had a great conversation with her and I decided to run. Um, during that time, I kind of went in knowing like I have no idea what I'm doing. This is totally just for a learning experience and fun. I met some amazing friends. One is Amanda Reiner from there in Omaha and another one is Billy Papuchas. They live now down in Florida. Um, and they're amazing. So first time I compete, it was great and I lost. So, you know, okay, I'm ready to go for the second time. I just said, do it again. Second time I compete, I feel great. I, I think I've got, you know, a great chance at doing well. I was third runner up. So didn't, you know, didn't, I don't want to say I lost, but I, you know, didn't win. Right. And then the third time I ran, I was sure I had my ducks in a row. I felt really positive about it. I made sure I had worked on interview. I mean, I was in great shape standing there holding the other gal's hands. I'm ready to hear my name. And the first thing I hear is your first runner up is Adair Reese. And it was oh kind of, gosh. I mean, to be very, that was hard. I mean, yeah. that was one of those moments that a failure that you learn to celebrate someone else when yes. it's the thing you really wanted. Yes. And that was hard. That was a big lesson. Um, I, at that time I left, I was, bummed out. I didn't win. I was upset. I got home. I was still upset. It probably took me a good six months to get over how mad I was just because I didn't know what I did. Yep. And I think that's a big thing you have to learn from failure is sometimes there isn't anything you could have changed when you did there your best. Nothing. Right? You, you did it all. You yep. did it all right, but you still failed. Um, one day I was down in my daughter's room. She's now 14. And I said to her after they had lost the volleyball tournament, I said, man, honey, I am so sorry. That was really tough. You get played really hard. You know, that, that stinks that, you know, it didn't go as well. You lost. And she said, you know what, mom, a lot of times you learn a lot more from losing and from failing than you ever do from winning. Oh my gosh. And so <laughs> granted at the time, I didn't want to tell her what an amazing little what? head I thought she had. Right. <laughs> Just how, to to, yeah. How to, smart she to, is. But, um, very smart. And so at that time I took it and I was like, you know, um, I'm definitely a faithful person. And I thought, you know, if God wanted me to win, I would have won. Yes. If that was my path, it would have been the path I was supposed to take. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it again. 
talked to my husband. I said, I think I'm going to do it one more time. And he was like, okay, but like one more time. And the other question was, are you going to use the same dress? And I was like, well, no, I'm not using the same dress. So I ended up getting my name called. So I got to, you know, Mrs. Nebraska. But I think, you know, the core thing is, is you're going to lose. Right. And you don't, you know, I, I don't know that I've ever learned better lessons from, I mean, I always learn the best lessons from failure. I think when you win, it's fantastic. It's fun. But you learn so much more from failure. Absolutely. If there was one thing that you were to tell a young person, um, you know, and, and you've said you've said so much. So thank you. But if you would you were to tell one thing to a young person that has a dream but has failed or has continued to fail, what would it be? I would say failure is a lesson. And I, and I hate the word failure. I wish we could really say like, hey, man, I learned that was a, a lesson. great try. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's if you look at like all of your inventors, business people, you can look at Walt tons Disney. of business people. By the time yes. you look at Apple, I mean, yes. how many things have they done Steve and Jobs, they've yeah. bombed, but we have, we know nothing about those. I, so I think the hard thing is you only hear the successful stories, but those people that are at the top and have those successful stories are standing on a pile of failure. Yes, I, I love that. I love that. So please remember that audience um, and keep trying, keep trying. Um, so you had a different, or as we talk about your zigzag and we kind of go back, you had a different career path and you've done so many things now and have so, I mean, you have businesses and like a new clothing store and all of this super exciting stuff that is really helping to revive or um, help to continue to add to the success of Western Nebraska and small rural towns, which I'm very passionate about. And I know you are as well. Um, so, you know, what, how did you choose the career path that you did? And, and, you know, what advice would you have for people that kind of started off in your same boat? Right. So my career path has been one of a lot of different avenues. I have been everything from a parts girl at John Deere to a hairdresser. Love that, by the way. Well, <laughs> I right? said I love that. And, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've done, I've worked, I insurance bank. I mean, and the one thing I would say is um, so many times I would look back and be like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Like I haven't had this, like, you know, career path that was in this one company for so long. But right now, as I'm looking at brick and mortar, I've got 22 years of sales experience. Absolutely. And within that, I have banking, I understand finance, I understand my insurance. I, I mean, it, the beautiful thing is, if you're if you're curious about it, go try it, go apply for the job. I mean, maybe it's not what you want to do forever. But I guarantee there's some life lessons that you'll be able to have that you wouldn't if you wouldn't have that that experience. So it is it's I've had a very interesting I've worked at a hospital, I did admissions at a hospital, so many things that I've done, but it makes parts of my life so much easier to understand. And really any most of the people that are ADHD like me, that's how we learn is experience. I do not learn well by sitting and having things spoken to me. I have yes. to do it. So You're in order for me to be a successful business person, I knew, I mean, I, I now have a lot of experience behind, behind me. So that makes it really nice. Absolutely. Um, you and I uh, talked, have talked about this before in the past, but you know, my, one of the big platforms that I stand on is, is bullying and anti-bullying in schools and how do we help kids? And you said something really impactful to me one day, you said, you know, it, 
it's oftentimes, you know, everyone is subjected to bullying. It's not necessarily the stereotypical individual that that you think would be bullied. And so can right. you just talk a little bit about that? And I just love your perspective. I, I really do. Well, thanks. I think one of the things that we tend to default on is, you know, it's someone who is in an income sensitive position, uh, maybe a food sensitivity. It's, it's the child that maybe doesn't have everything on the outside. Um, and by no means did I have everything. Um, but you know, I came from a very stable home, but uh, you know, you still get bullied. I was the cheerleader. I was, you know, homecoming queen, things like that. But I think at times people think that person is such a strong person, but you know, in high school, it there's, it's tough. I think so many times there's things that are said to you that you don't, they don't realize that when you're 39 years old, you still remember that event yes. very clearly yes. and how that person treated you. So I think that's one of the things we really have to be mindful in this day and age of sometimes when we get hurt, the natural thing is, is I want to hurt someone back because I feel like it makes it equal. Absolutely. And so I think a lot of times, even with our kids, I really try and push home, like, please understand when someone bullies you very, very rarely, is it you? Is it about you? Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. Unfortunately, is it is that person. It is something they're dealing with. You have sparked a vulnerability in them that they don't like and they want you to they want you to make they want to make you their equal. Yes. And a, and a, that is such a life lesson for all of us, right? Even a, even into adulthood, not not even necessarily for children, but just that to let those negative comments roll off of us and mm-hmm. um, really surround yourself with with people who see see the good in you and, and, you know, cause you to want to be a better person as well. So I just love that perspective. Um, you're doing some amazing things with the American Heart Association and you are the youth director. So how has COVID, um, you guys focus a lot on heart health and, and getting, you know, being active and getting healthy. And so how has COVID kind of impacted, um, your job? If you could talk a little bit about that and what are some things you would do to encourage parents and children to get out and get healthy this summer? Right. Well, um, yes, I've been with the American Heart Association. It'll be a year in August. Um, it's been different with COVID. I am a uh, youth market means I deal with all the schools. So I get to come in and have fun with PE class and things like that. So that put, I mean, March 12th, it was like somebody pulled the emergency break on life <laughs> and everybody. everybody got to stay home. <laughs> and we all felt like we were doing a few cookies. <laughs> it oh was kind of scary. I mean, you know, our jobs are dependent on being able to get out and see those kids. Yes. Uh, and my big passion behind that was um, nobody wants to be on the phone with their mom and be going, mom, hey, mom, mom, you're not making sense. Uh, and only to find out that my mom was having a stroke. So oh, my wow. big passion there was to be able to go into schools and make sure those kids knew uh, what FAST meant through the uh, American Heart Association. That's face, arm, speech. And then it's time to call somebody. It's time to talk. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And so it's time to call 911. And that were those were the things that I didn't know. So there I am um, three and a half hours away from my mom. She's on the I'm on the phone with her. She's having a stroke we get a hold of my dad and they end up taking her to the emergency room. We're very blessed that she made a, a full recovery. And that's due to a lot of what the American Heart Association has done. They've done a ton of research and development and treatments and medications to help those people who are having a stroke or have suffered with them. And to me, it's all 
So that way, when somebody's on the phone with their mom and they're like, mom, mom, I can't hear you. Right. What's going on? You know, I can't understand you. And then she can say, oh, my phone was on mute. Right. You know? like, oh, okay. Never mind. It wasn't <laughs> just, anything scary. Right. <laughs> but yeah. And so being able to go into those schools and just make sure that those kids understand how much power they have, even at a young age, Absolutely. and that you can give back. You can give back 50 cents, a dollar, whatever it is. But kids want to have control of their life. And by, you know, partnering with American Heart Association and these Kids Heart Challenge, you're giving them so many tools. It's fundraising. It's giving them health knowledge. It's giving them knowledge that you don't have to have crazy equipment at home to get some extra steps in and be healthy. Maybe tell mom, "Ah, I don't want a Sprite for supper. Can I have a glass of milk? Can I have a glass of water? Things like that. Education is such a powerful thing. And I think we tend to think of that only in math, science, English, you know, language, spelling, things like that. You know, these kids thrive on control of their life and giving them that education for the things they can do is so important. And that is so impactful that you're going into the schools and doing that and not just in Western Nebraska, but across the state state of Nebraska. That is such an important lesson for young individuals who need to be empowered because that could be a very traumatic situation or a very traumatic instance that you can help prevent. So, um, Here's, I always like to end with these, you know, zingers, but um, if someone asked you what you wanted your legacy to be, what would you say? That being a hero is being human. That um, there's times where, you know, I think we have these heroes in our lives and we look up to them like, oh, they never failed. I mean, it was perfect. I mean, we, you and I have spoken about this, Rachel Hollis and Dave Hollis. Yes. Amazing they're couple getting a divorce they dropped, dropped a bomb yesterday. They're getting a divorce. Yes. You know, their platform was very much on successful life, successful marriage, very Christian values. Yes. And today I was, I was upset. I was kind of mad about it. And I thought, you know what? The hard thing that I'm having to ingest is one of my heroes is human. Yeah. Oh, and that's so I powerful, think that's right? my big thing is, you know, just to have people realize like it's for, you know, we always thought of Hercules as a hero, right? This person who like could never be defeated. And I think a hero is somebody who gets defeated, comes back from it a little bit stronger, maybe not every time a little bit stronger, but definitely has a lesson to help other people, lift those other people up. I love that, Adair. I, lo- I love that. And that's such also a good, because you're right, we tend to put people on pedestals. And then when they disappoint us, or when it doesn't quite go you know, how, how we would have wanted it to go. It's easy to sit there and, and make a judgment. Um, but we are, we're all human. And so thank you. Oh my gosh. That was a great one. Great one, girl. (laughs) Um, you have a beautiful daughter who, um, is thriving and is doing amazing things, um, for her community and for her state as well. But, um, if there was one piece of advice, that you would like to give her and other women growing up in today's society, I'll focus on that. What would it be? That as long as you can look in the mirror and honestly say to yourself, I'm proud at the end of the day of how you treated yourself, how you treated others. It's a win. It doesn't matter what your bank account says. It doesn't matter what, you know, what brand of top you have on. As long as you can honestly look back at that person and say, I'm so proud of you. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I love that. And I think that's even more important because with um, young ladies, your daughter's age um, and young men as well that are growing up in this social media culture where everyone, it's this comparability study of my life is better than yours and this, that and the other is that um, to really hang on to what is real. And so she's very lucky to have a phenomenal mom like you. 
Well, thank you. um, Well, I cannot thank you enough for being here with me today on Education with an Edge. If you do not know who Adair Reese is, you need to. She is a change maker. She's a rule breaker. She is honestly, I can say this and I get a little emotional about it. In high school, she was um, somebody that was really there for me. And uh, it's been I mean it. And it's been it's been super cool that we've uh, retained our friendship and that um, I've been able to watch you and everything that you're doing. Um, so you made you made a great impact in my life at, at a young age. So oh, well, thanks. You um, make me I, all teary. <laughs> I, I, mean I, I mean it. I mean it. you. I mean it. Um, so <laughs> she is doing great things. She's getting to, she's uh, going to be opening a brand new store called Brick and Mortar. Is that correct? Um, yeah, that's correct. She, she is Mrs. Nebraska. She is rocking it. She, uh, if you want to share your social real quick. Yeah, I'm on Instagram is Mrs. Nebraska 2019. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Adair Moffitt Reese. I my my legal name is Adair Reese, but I have Adair Moffitt Reese on Facebook. Yeah, follow me, friend me, and yeah, any uh, questions? I always, you know, especially if they're related to you know ADHD or anything like that. I really have a ton of resources and have a lot of good friends too that I can always reach out to and and try and get some help for for those that need it. Thank you so much, Adair. Absolutely. Thank you. This is amazing. You are definitely (laughs) finding a great, you're finding an awesome path. Thank you. Well, and I'm so grateful to have amazing people like you behind me. And once again, this is Jaquel Lane with Education with an Edge. And thank you to Adair Reese. Follow her. She's a rock star. Have a great day. If you have a question or just want to learn more, go to JaquelLane.com. Thanks for listening to Education with an Edge. A Parkville Media Production.